the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. So go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Well, do you remember September 19th of 2021? Anything about that date ring a bell for you? Maybe it's your birthday. Maybe you gave birth that day. I don't know. But if it was a good thing, great. Otherwise, that date might not stand out to you. But for a few Border Patrol agents, that day was life-changing. That was the day when Border Patrol agents on horseback clashed with a group of migrants who happened to be Haitian. Photos and videos showed the patrolmen holding back the migrants. And of course, they were on horseback, so they had reins. The next day, Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defended the actions of those Border Patrol officers, saying the reins used in the incident were employed to control the horses, not to whip anyone. But within days, the story had changed. On September 24th, 2021, President Biden made a public statement about the incident. Now, keep in mind, he had seen some photos of the conflict. That's it. He hadn't talked to anyone, hadn't asked any questions, but he said from the bully pulpit, and I quote, to see people treated like they did, horses barely running over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. And he was making whipping motions with his hands. Quote, I promise you those people will pay. There will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. Oh, there have been consequences. One of those consequences now should be the resignation of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. Why do I say that? Stay tuned. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world... Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. So the leader of the free world, President Joe Biden, said that the Border Patrol agents in question should, quote, pay for whipping migrants. And he said that before there was any investigation of the incident. I I mean, I, I, one thing I know here in America, although we, we need to cling on to this is you're supposedly innocent until proven guilty, but he said they should pay and there will be consequences based on some photos. It kind of reminded me of the time that president Barack Obama accused a, a Boston police officer of racism. Do you remember Dr. Henry Louis Gates was arrested outside of his own home? May have been a stupid arrest, but before he knew anything about it, 
the president, then Barack Obama, passed judgment on it. And it ended up with a beer summit. So anyway, I digress. This just kind of is reminiscent of that. The Border Patrol is overseen by the Department of Homeland Security. The Secretary of Homeland Security is Alejandro Mayorkas. He should have been involved in at least influencing or crafting what the President of the United States said publicly about the quote-unquote whipping incident before Biden got in front of a microphone. That should have been what happened. But it seems to me this president is really comfortable making declarations like really fast and then kind of not even apologizing for them later, but just having his staff do the cleanup later. I mean, if you recall recently, he said to Jake Tapper on CNN, Tapper asked him, um, should Americans be worried about a recession? No. I mean, before the question even got out, almost, he, no. And then there was the 60-minute Scott Pelley interview in which he said, sir, I'm, I'm summarizing here, I, Biden's answer is easy, but Pelley asked, so let's be clear, unlike Ukraine, if there's aggression in Taiwan by the Chinese, American men and women in, in service uniforms will be on the ground. Yes! <laughs> and then he has to, like, double back. He's He's got this pattern of speak now and speak like, you know, definitively and then worry about the consequences later and ask for, you know, ask for forgiveness later. Forgiveness should play into this topic as well. So before the president got in front of the microphones, what did Mayorkas know? What did he know? Again, remember, he stood up for the border patrolman initially. And then it turns out that there have been emails uncovered that show a staff member, and not just any staff member at the Department of Homeland Security, Marsha Espinosa, the Assistant Secretary of DHS Public Affairs, distributed an email to Mayorkas and others in the department saying that the photographer who took the, the photos of the incident at the border, and those photos were what the president based his comments on, the photographer told the press that he witnessed no whipping he said this could be misconstrued, that the story was not being portrayed properly. And that article, like I said, was distributed through an email. Mayorkas received that email. Therefore, he knew that the photographer was saying something very different from this narrative coming out of the White House, thanks to Joe Biden. So what? Hours later, Mayorkas stood next to then-Press Secretary Jen Psaki at the White House podium and said, and I'll quote, Our nation saw horrifying images that do not reflect who we are. We know that those images painfully conjured up the worst elements of our nation's ongoing battle against systemic racism. Remember, these were Haitian migrants trying to cross, and so they were people of color. And so this is systemic racism. Systemic racism. Before any investigation, before any questions were asked, and in spite of this email that had been delivered to Mayorkas that included this statement from the photographer who went public to the press saying, these aren't really the facts. We know that now thanks to a FOIA request. 
Let me quote Jonathan Turley. He's a law professor at George Washington University. Quote, the email went to various subordinates at the department and was based on public accounts. It would take willful blindness to avoid learning of the true story. Willful blindness. In other words, there's this e- <laughs> Lord. There's an email and it says something. Ah, we're just going to turn our backs on it, close our eyes and continue with the narrative. But you know what? You could see how this situation would get out of control, right? Your boss, the president said, quote, I promise you those people will pay. There will be an investigation underway now and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. This is the president of the United States. He's already promised the American people that these border patrol agents will pay. Okay, so now you're Mayorkas, and you moments after that statement by the president, you learn that the photographer's account of what he saw conflicts with the president's description. Okay, so what do you do? You are the head of the Department of Homeland Security. What do you do? You're part of the president's cabinet. In my mind, and I think in most people's mind, if you're a cabinet secretary, you advise. You advise and you you advise based on your what's on your plate. And in this case, Homeland Security and the Border Patrol. It's not like he was being asked to advise on the economy or inflation or Ukraine. This is Mayorkas's wheelhouse. This is what he's supposed to advise on. So what are you going to do? You're going to throw your boss under the bus or keep the story going? Well, we know what Mayorkas chose. He chose to throw the Border Patrol agents under the proverbial bus. Because, you know, after all, they weren't famous. They weren't power. They weren't important people. They were disposable. So now you have the President of the United States and Secretary Mayorkas making these statements, which gave permission for everyone else in their party to join in on the mob. Here's some examples. Senator Chuck Schumer said the pictures were, quote, images of inhumane treatment of Haitian migrants by Border Patrol, including the use of whips. Vice President Kamala Harris appeared on The View and said the pictures of the incident, quote, invoked images of some of the worst moments of our history where that kind of behavior has been used against the indigenous people of our country. It has been used against African-Americans during times of slavery. Representatives Maxine Waters, a Democrat of California, and Ayanna Presley, a Democrat out of Massachusetts, described the incident as, quote, worse than what we witnessed in slavery. I didn't know there could be much worse than what we witnessed in slavery. And, quote, white supremacist behavior. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat out of California, condemned, quote, the inappropriate use of what appear to be whips by Border Patrol officers on horseback to intimidate migrants. And on it went. So what should have happened? That's next. So, wow, these are these are wacky times, aren't they? I mean, I just every day I wake up and I go, OK, what's going to happen today? Is inflation going to go up? Maybe. Are gas prices going to go up? Probably. How's my 401k looking? Ah, just don't even look. Right. 
So with all this insanity and we've got a war going on and we've got Kim Jong-un testing missiles, what are you going to do? Because this all contributes to instability, which the markets don't like. So there is good news, and that is that you have options. So gold prices are rising because investors are turning to gold for protection. Gold protects against a weakening dollar. It's also a hedge against inflation. And so there's an option. That is a positive option. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Now, when I invest in gold and silver, I trust legacy precious metals. We get bombarded with ads for this kind of stuff, but legacy precious metals are the guys that I trust and gals because you need an investment that's going to protect your wealth and retirement. And I would suggest that you need to be proactive and give them a call ASAP. See what you can do. See how much you can invest, how much you need to invest, how much you want to invest, how it factors into your full retirement picture. Remember 2008? Those who invested in gold saw some pretty nice, significant gains. Other people lost their retirements. So we're in a similar position now. Let me give you the number where you can speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals, 866-528-1903, 866-528-1903. Or you can download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Now, before I sat down to record this podcast, I visited the webpage of the Bureau of Land Management to read up on the role of these horses that help at the border, because the Border Patrol adopted these horses through the Bureau of Land Management. Here's a description of the collaborative relationship and why these horses are being employed or had been employed. And I'm quoting from the website, the horses will enable the Rio Grande Valley sector to gain better operational control over the border thus providing greater security to the United States. Due to the rugged and remote terrain the Border Patrol is responsible for securing, horses meet the agency's needs by being capable of working in areas virtually inaccessible to motorized vehicles. Wild horses are renowned for their strength, endurance, agility, and intelligence, characteristics bred into them in the wild that make them ideal for such challenging work. So, that's the idea behind the horses and the border patrol agents on those horses in these particular parts of the border. Furthermore, the agents in question on this fateful September 2021 day uh, were ordered to the border to try to get the situation in question under control, keep the migrants from crossing. That's the job of the border patrol. 
photos were taken. Videos were created. So why before everyone started screaming and shouting about it, the president for starters, did no one stop to say, everyone take a breath, take a beat, hang on, let's count to 10. Maybe we should not say anything until we do a little investigation. Maybe we should say something publicly like, we have seen these pictures from the border. They appear to be alarming, but what we're going to do is investigate first. We have full faith in our border patrol and we want to give them the benefit of the doubt and let them tell us their side of the story before we jump to conclusions. And so that's what we're going to do next question. That would have been really easy. But see, that didn't fit the narrative of systemic racism. And that everything happening at the border was the fault of the Border Patrol, not the fault of these lax, ridiculous policies that the Biden administration has put into place. So innocent until proven guilty was thrown out the window. Instead, those people that we look to for leadership jumped to conclusions. Now, there has been an investigation, okay, and it's concluded, and the Border Patrolmen were not found to have whipped anyone. So where's that public apology coming from? They deserve one. I think the department deserves one. Their families are probably have been crushed by this. I don't know what their financial situations have been while they've been suspended, hopefully suspended with pay. But in the words of uh, someone very famous, <laughs> where do I go to get my reputation back? He's so famous, I'm forgetting his name right now. But you know the old line, where do I go to get my reputation back? Sorry, you guys skewered me. But um, so which which window do I go collect my reputation and get it back? Why hasn't President Biden, Vice President Harris, Speaker of the House Pelosi, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Maxine Waters, or Ayanna Presley apologized? Why hasn't anyone said, you know what, we, we made a mistake here. We, we jumped the gun and we shouldn't have. And we apologize and, and, you know, their jobs are being rinsed. Something. Why hasn't their boss, Mayorkas, said a word about this? This summer, a Customs and Border Patrol internal investigation found that these agents had been using cord split reins to control the horses and no migrants were harmed. I'm going to read this little description of the investigation from Politico. Quoting Politico here, the nine-month investigation, which culminated in a 511-page report by the department, found no evidence that agents used horse reins to strike people during an unprecedented surge in migration of about 15,000 Haitians near the International Bridge. However, agents acted in unprofessional and dangerous ways, including an instance in which an agent maneuvered his horse unsafely near a child investigators wrote. The names of the agents involved were redacted to protect their privacy. Well, isn't that thoughtful? But like I said, where do they go to get their reputations back? It would show some serious class and integrity to apologize, to admit that the reactions were individually and collectively knee-jerk and unprofessional. And now we know that Mayorkas has been alerted to the reports of the photographer 
He had been alerted to them before he made his statement standing alongside Jen Psaki. He ignored the statements of the photographer, a, a witness who really didn't have a dog in the fight. I mean, he was just watching both sides of this thing unfold and had the ability to say, this isn't what you're making it. That was ignored. So is this the level of leadership we're okay with? We're willing to accept this? Jonathan Turley, again, the Georgetown law professor and, and lawyer himself, wrote something in an, uh, an op-ed that I, I cannot improve upon what he wrote. So I'm going to quote him here. Quote, Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas did not even have the decency to apologize to these agents and their families. They're props, not people. He's referring to the agents and their family. He goes on. I have stated that I do not agree that the utter failure of Mayorkas to secure the border is grounds for impeachment. He's clearly following a lax policy of President Biden. But such bad policy choices are not matters for impeachment, in my view, of Mayorkas. However. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. If there is any measure of decency and responsibility left in his being, Mayorkas should resign. Ironically, he did precisely what the agents were accused of doing. He and the president flogged these agents in public because they did not warrant any respect or consideration. To use his own words, that is something that should horrify us all. So what do you think the odds are that Mayorkas resigns? I think they're slim and none. But maybe there is an impeachment, an impeachment available here. I just want really responsible, professional people with integrity in higher office. And don't you know, we're missing that. There's a dearth of that today. There are some people who do operate with integrity and professionalism and genuine leadership. But so often those people kind of get brushed to the wayside because they're not spewing enough, you know, divis divisive verbiage like systemic racism and homophobia and transphobia and misogyny and racist and white supremacy. They're not the ones throwing around those words that are clickbait.
but Mayorkas has, and he should apologize. Thanks to Jonathan Turley for putting it so well. Like I I said, I couldn't improve on what he said, so I just quoted it. (sighs) This has been Sideline Sanity. Be brave, like our Border Patrol agents, most of them are. And do good, like offering an apology to someone who really deserves it, someone you might have slighted in just even the smallest way. Don't apologize for your values and your stances and your beliefs. But if you've wronged someone, let's say you're sorry. Again, I'm Michelle Tafoya. Thanks for being here. See you next time. Well, Sideline Sanity, we are very proud to be sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals, and we're joined by Charles Thorngren, the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. Charles, we are hearing now that this is not transitional inflation. This is not a bump in the road. This inflation is going to be here a while. What, what, does that, what does that tell you? You know, that's the scary thing. Um, I think, you know, economies and, and, and such like that, they can deal with small jars. We have a, a unique situation. We had a Fed that waited much too long to react to the situation, calling inflation transitory for a year when everyone knew it wasn't. But more importantly than that, coming out now saying this is going to be here. This is long term. This is not short term. We're going to have elevated rates for the long term. And why that gets really scary is that means the cost of doing business is going to be elevated for years, which means the cost of goods are going to be elevated for years, which means if companies can't make enough money, they will go out of business. This is why we we hear some of your bigger companies are already talking about layoffs. So it's a unique situation. The Fed found themselves in a very bad place. And they reacted way too slow. And this is why we're at where we're at. So if I'm an investor, then what's why do I want gold and silver in my portfolio? What what will that do for me? You know, that's a great question. And that's a question we get a lot. And and really what gold and silver do, um, they act as the hedge against the dollar weakness. They act as a hedge against the other markets. And we know that the Dow and and all of your markets, all your indices are are, are pulling back, right? That's not the issue. It's not what's already happened. It's what's yet to come. And that's where we we need to prepare. So depending on who you listen to and and the research that you do, you know, there are case studies are saying expect to see another 25, 20 to 25% pullback in your equities markets based on interest rates and loans and, and the bond markets they're suffering as well. No one's going out to buy bonds knowing that they're going to be um, an increased return on them in three months. It makes no sense. So that leaves you in a position of what to do with your money and how to protect yourself. This is where gold and silver come in. This is why we say this is a long-term play. You buy it. You forget about it. Let it do its, its job. And its job is to go up over time as the dollar gets weaker, as the purchasing power gets less, gold and silver increase. It protects that purchasing power. And that's the great thing about it. And there's your bottom line and why you need to call Legacy Precious Metals or go download their investor's guide at LegacyPreciousMetals.com. Charles, it's always good to talk to you because these are 
nerve wracking times for people. You know, it, it's just the fact of the matter is, as we were told by the, the Fed chair, there's going to be some pain. So if people know that they've got something solid sitting in their investment portfolio, I think they're going to feel a little bit better, right? Absolutely. And we, you know, when we look at the actions that have happened just recently, I mean, the Fed has taken a very unique stance and they've done something very um, extraordinary. Three quarters of a basis points raises months in a row. That's one of the largest raises you've ever seen in the Fed through the history of the Fed. And it's not just once. One time is shocking. Here we are on the third month now. And we'll probably do another half a, half a basis point next month or, or later this month, possibly even three quarters of a point. So when you look at that and you say that number is going to grow to where the Fed interest rates will be about 5%, unheard of. That means the interest rate to you and I, if that's what banks pay to borrow money, we're going to see, you know, credit cards will probably be over 28, 30% again. You're going to see home loans coming in 9, 10, possibly even 11%. And it's it's a scary time. And this is why we say, okay, know this coming. Don't be afraid. You You now are aware. So now you can protect yourself. And that's what we help people do. Don't be afraid. Prepare. Just prepare yourself. And like I say every day, I trust Legacy Precious Metals when it comes to investing in gold and silver. So go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Charles and his group can answer any and all of your questions. Charles, thank you so much. My pleasure as always. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 